Getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. So here's an interesting story, and it's the name of someone that I had not heard of um, at all. He was a South African poet and writer. His name was Ishmael Jubeir originally, but he was known as Tatamkulu Africa, and I did not know his poetry. And it's with a real pleasure that we thought we'd try and find out a bit more about from a researcher. He's an Ottoman scholar and research fellow in the Department of Sociology's Recentering Afro-Asia Project in Cape Town. And we're talking to Dr. Halim Jenkoglu. I hope that I'm pronouncing it right, Dr. Jenkoglu. Um, first of all, an Ottoman scholar. Talk to us about the recentering of the Afro-Asia project. Uh, thank you very much for having me here. Uh, uh, the Afro-Asian project is uh, what we are doing today at the University of Cape Town is uh, in the sociology department. Uh, in fact, it's about, uh, we call it recentering Afro-Asia. It's actually a, a multi-pronged uh, research, mapping and archiving project supported by the uh, Andrew Mellon Foundation. Uh, this project aims to not only revolutionize uh, humanities research in South Africa, but also create an Afro-Asian community of scholarship. And in this project, I think uh, the aesthetic fields have remained particularly Eurocentric and at best limited transatlantic scholarship with the uh, opening up of Africa's contribution to the Northeast being largely ignored. Yeah. And and scholarship has been anglocentric with a vast archive that speaks to Africa's social, political and cultural past remaining unexplored. And Swahili, Farisi, Arabic, Turkish, Sanskrit and Mandarin and the, these sources the sources in these languages are as yet unavailable to Southern African uh, in Southern Africa. And in this, even in this study, I, I just mean uh, completed now about Tatamkula Africa, uh, I try to use Ottoman, Turkish, uh, and Arabic uh, uh, archival documents to, to uh, properly write and compare these documents in both sites. You know, I also use South African archival documents to compare those documents with uh, the Asian source. So that's how it becomes more important. And I think we start to use these Asian source for African yeah. studies. He sounds like, uh, and um, I'm, when I first started reading this, I was like, wow, I w- you'd, I'm surprised that I've never really not never known about him and it, it's a failing a massive failing on my side but he sounds like he really had a fascinating upbringing i mean he was born in egypt he had an egyptian father a turkish mother he um was fostered uh when he came to south africa if i'm not mistaken and then only later he took a name which mkonto we gave him which was the tatamkulu africa so he really did 
move through so many different cultures and space, cultural spaces in order, I suppose, to find the one that gave him most joy. Absolutely. Uh, indeed, his life is very fascinating, uh, not to me only, but to many uh, people from the world. They come from different yeah. denominations. It, 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 uh, you know, he, he was he, is, he was born in uh, Egypt, and and uh, and of course, you know, Egypt is an Arabic-speaking country. Yeah. Imagine he was born there, and he, there was a Spanish flu at that time, and his mother and father they had to move to uh, South South Africa, and they uh, and what I found actually in Turkish archives, uh, his father was prominent uh, Egyptian uh, gentleman, Mohammed Fouad, and he sent some letters to Turkish Sultan at that time Yeah, to, to get some help. Uh, probably he wanted to run away from Egypt because of the British occupation in Egypt. Yeah. And, and somehow he ended up in South Africa uh, with his little son, uh, Ismail Jabat became Tatam Kulu Africa uh, in, in the apartheid struggle uh, in South Africa. Uh, he was, uh, so he, he was, his, his parents died here in, of Spanish flu in, in Cape Town. And then he was adopted by a Christian family, so he became Christian until his 40s. He lived as Christian. Then he decided to convert to Islam. Yeah. And his life is completely changed again. Uh, it, it's, that's why he called himself uh, chameleon. Yes. Uh, it's actually, it's just like chameleon. I find it also a very uh, appropriate uh, term, what he used for himself. And in, in his biography, he called Mr. Chameleon. Uh, then when I completed the read uh, biography, I realized why he called himself Chameleon. He changed even five names in his life, and and he said, uh, I think Tatam Kulu is the uh, most uh, right uh, name which, which he used in his life. And yeah. he is known as Tatam Kulu today. And... The, I mean, what, what's perhaps interesting about it is we look at that um, juncture of or, or meeting point of geography, but also, as you say, of religion and shifts across religion. And truly, I suppose it's, it's such a powerful conversation around identity. Who am I? Um, who, 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 who do I want to be? I mean, this is a man who has won diverse awards. And I'm wondering, did he win those diverse awards ultimately as Tatumkulu Africa, or was he winning those awards throughout his time as he shifted his, and found, not even shifted, but found his own identity? Yes, absolutely. He, he found himself in that situation because of poverty, the socio-political situation in South Africa, you know, uh, particularly apartheid regime. He was one of the maybe most uh, distinguished apartheid activist uh, in, in 2000, 2000 uh, until 2000. He died in 2002. 
and you've been in the jail for many times and, and actually ANC uh, at that time it was just a, a you know a social group against uh, apartheid uh, apartheid regime actually they called him Patankulu because the apartheid regime they, they, they keep putting him in jail because of his writing and yeah. then they called him they told him Look, you mustn't use Ismail Jobet name anymore and let's 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 we call we want to call you Tatam Kulu uh, basically he was in his 70s already you know elderly man they respect him and uh, then uh, and he in 19 so he that's how he, they call him Tatam Kulu and then Police couldn't find him anymore. Someone is writing now against apartheid regime, but nobody knows who is Tatam Kulu. <laughs> so that's how he became Tatam Kulu, and that name actually really resembled him. And as you said, you know, it, uh, it's very similar to his actually personal identity also. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Dr. Jen Koglu, um If someone wants to start reading uh, about Tatumkulu Africa, where where would they start? What would you suggest would be the first uh, book for them to read, possibly poetry book or, or, or narrative, otherwise fiction? What would you suggest was the first way to go? Uh, I prefer, to, I, I uh, kindly suggest them to start with actually his bio, his biography written by himself, yeah. uh, autobiography. It is... Mr. Chameleon, yeah. and that would be a very good uh, beginning uh, and introduction to to understand him, him and his challenges uh, during the apartheid period. And and uh, then they can start to read his poems uh, about this six six uh, apartheid regime. Very emotional poems, you know, yeah. even. Then you read just one of his poems, Nothing Change, one of them, which I like very much. Uh, you you will you will actually understand in one poem, you will understand everything in you know, apartheid regime. That period you will understand very well in just not even one page. It's <laughs> so uh, I also wanted to emphasize that we must teach these forgotten great poets and and the heroes to our students at yes. universities and we must name also buildings uh, and all secrets or whatever I mean it suits to their uh, contribution to society uh, so then that's another way to teach also people about these forgotten heroes yeah. in South Africa Dr. Halim Jankoglu, thank you so much for joining us. Ottoman scholar and research fellow in the Department of Sociology's Recentering Africa Asia Project at the University of Cape Town. And uh, Tatum Kulu Africa, born many years ago, um, 